Hello and welcome. My name is Tim. I'm Dante. And I'm Hurfy Durfy. And this is Go Mode, a link to the past randomizer podcast. And today we are pleased to be joined by the winner of the Go Mode podcast mentor tournament gold bracket 2022. Let's please give it up for DDR Kirby ISQ. Congratulations, DDR. Uh, and thank you for joining us today. Hey, everyone. Thanks. And thanks for having me on the show. So uh, we're going to put you basically through the same kind of rigmarole that we put all of our guests through. The very first thing that we have to know from anyone who joins us on this show is how did you find out about first A Link to the Past and then A Link to the Past Randomizer? Yeah, sure. So I played A Link to the Past as a kid. Uh, I don't know if I ever actually finished it myself, but I definitely watched my brother finish it, I'm sure. And my brother is actually how I got introduced to Durando. And my brother, my brother is actually a PRD Wong, uh, for those of you who... who, who oh, okay. Yeah. Very interesting <laughs> to find out. <laughs> All yeah, right. yeah. So, so, and he's been playing for a lot longer than me, obviously. Um, but he, yeah, he so he introduced me to Rando. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Uh, I actually started with uh, Super Metroid Rando. I'm not that good at it, but I was starting Super Metroid Rando. And then, yeah, PRD told me about Combo Randomizer, SMZ3. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the coolest idea ever. So, but then I was like, well, I, I haven't played any Link to the Past Rando. So I went through the vanilla game again to like refresh myself. That was, that was really fun. And then, yeah, started getting to Rando. Uh, the first seed that I had myself playing was January 2020. So I guess two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like my time was 241 on that Dang. one. Okay. And not at all. For the first seed. Had you watched a, a good amount before I think that? I, yeah, I think I knew in, enough, right? So, mm. yeah. Um, and I think uh, up until the mentor tournament, I had played around 70 seeds, uh, according to my spreadsheet. Uh, a lot of those were like um, async seeds that are posted on the, the ALTTPR subreddit. So I just did those async and just, you know, did them on my, uh, myself okay. on the side. And it looks like the average time going in. So the average time of all those 70 seats was one hour, 55 minutes. And then going and like through the mentor tournament that decreased to 140. Hmm. So were you playing pretty regularly and like steadily from January, 2020 up until the mentor tournament? Or was it like you played kind of got away from it and that got you back in? There were a few as more of the latter. Yeah. For, there was, there were definitely periods of time where I was playing every week, but then, you know, I don't know, I was into other stuff, got busy and, you know, starting to play a little bit less, but then uh, I knew about the mentor tournament from, from listening to the podcast before actually. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's really cool. Um, but then, yeah, I think this, this year, I think the timing just worked out. I, I was like, Oh, I should check out on the mentor tournament. You know, are they taking signups? You know, when is the next one happening? I was like, Oh, this actually works out for me. So. Yeah. Good so timing. speaking of the mentor tournament, um, let's let's talk a little bit about that. So um, what was it like going through the six weeks of Swiss and getting mentored? And also, did you have like kind of one consistent mentor or did you move around and, and get mentored by a few different people? Yeah. So I wanted for the first few weeks to, to try out a few different mentors. Um, I was with Zen Arcane the first week and then the second, yeah, second week I was with uh, with Vexiver, and then the third week I was with Jay Meesher. Um, all fantastic mentors. Uh, and then 
past that, I just decided to go back to Dazen and both because I feel like we, we clicked really well week one, but also because I felt like it would be nice to, you know, come back to my week one mentor now that I've, you know, learned a whole bunch and practiced all my execution and everything and be like, Hey, here's, here's where I'm at now. You know, hopefully you're proud of, you know, where I'm out. So. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Did you get that reaction? Was it, was it kind of everything you'd hoped it would be? Uh, I, I mean, it was pretty chill. Uh, I think even going into week one, you know, he, he, Zen was pretty positive. You know, he said like, you know, obviously you know what you're doing and stuff. But I think as we went into, you know, weeks four and five, he was like, yeah, your execution is like, is getting really up there, you know? So, uh, so, and then brackets, uh, that's where, you know, the mentor, uh, you know, has to leave your side and you're, and you're doing it on your own. Um, was this your first time being in brackets for like a video game competition kind of thing like this, or is this familiar territory? Yeah, I've never really done any sort of competition like this. And I hadn't raced rando either before the mentor tournament. Oh, wow. So yeah, t- talk us through that. What was it like, you know, occasionally getting some of those restreams and having the, you know, best of three matchups with opponents? Were you nervous? Were you excited? Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. There's a lot of things I feel like I could talk about. I was definitely nervous for a lot of it. And also through the bracket, I took, I kind of took the hardest path possible to finals in that I lost every single game one, uh, except wow. for the finals. So wow. I was down a game every single time. And I'm like, all right, well, I got to win two in a row. I, mm-hmm. I ended up making it. Um, and I think um, there were definitely some tough weeks. I think the semifinals in particular a lot of stuff happened. So like my first game one was restreamed and I felt awful after playing that one because, uh, you know, looking back after, you know, after the fact and doing like a post review with Zen, you know, it, it didn't actually seem that bad, but in the moment I just had a whole bunch of unfortunate things happen to me in a row. Uh, I was doing a fake flipper and got hit. So I got a soft lock. And then I think I mm. screen transitioned while using, while coming out of Cape. And so I got stuck walking downwards and I didn't know how to fix that. So I had to save and quit out of that or I had to flute away, I think. And then like the dead rock started getting in my way. And then like, I, you know, I fell somewhere else. And then like, I, I was at Zora with no money and I was just like, oh my gosh, like everything is going wrong. So I definitely needed, like, after that, I was definitely like, Hey, you know, Zen, let's, let's meet. I just need someone to like, talk to me about the seed and to just like get it out of my system. Cause it was, it was kind of just hanging over me like a cloud. And so we did that and, you know, afterwards I felt a lot better and I was going into game two and I remember I was like chatting with a friend and it was like three hours before we were supposed to do game two. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't really know what I'm going to do. I got like three hours, you know, before I have to play. And then, um, I got a message. So the, the night before, uh, I, I had received a little bit of news about this, but so I got a message telling me that a former pet of mine was, was in the hospital and they weren't going to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just like, okay, well, I guess, I guess I just have to deal with this now. So I, I went to the vet and, you know, it was a, it was a former, former duck that I lived with. Um, for various reasons, they didn't live with us anymore. Um, they're, they're with a friend, but yeah. So I was like, I messaged my opponent. I was like, Hey, sorry, I really have to deal with this right now. And, you know, if it's, if it, and uh, Power to Mario, my opponent was, was really, you know, understanding. And he was like, Hey, you know, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll figure something out tomorrow. 
And so I went and deal with that. And it was, it was you know, obviously really hard for me. You know, I was bereaved yeah. and kind of, yeah, I was, I was, I was kind of a wreck um, during certain parts. But, you know, it also kind of put things into perspective for me, you know, because I've been worrying a lot about this tournament. And, you know, going into games two and three, I was like, you know, at the end of the day, this is, this is just a game we're playing to have fun, right? You know, like. Exactly. It's, yeah. And Zen, Zen, Zen told that to me as well. It's like, make sure you're having fun. At the end of the day, we're here to, to play this game to have fun. So, um, so I managed to play, play well in game two. And then game three came down to 20 seconds difference, you know, in the semifinals. I was, and I was, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, Props to you for putting real life first. You know, this is such a mental game that to to try to play it when you're not like in a good headspace is is just not going to work. Yeah. You're not going to be happy with how you play. And like you said, when you play poorly, that compounds things and that hangs over your head. And you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're just spiraling now. So, um, yeah, I, I really respect that you were able to kind of see that and then ultimately come to a, a really healthy uh, outcome with that. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I legit. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't be able like something happened to my dog. I I would not be uh, able to play probably for a couple weeks. So like, um, that that's a lot of you know mental and emotional I think uh, fortitude that you have. So uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to deal with that as well. Like you know, it's never never fun. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I was thinking about it on the day of. I was like, you know, there's a chance I could make it back in time to play our race, but then I was like. No, I'm gonna get the flute, and the duck's gonna come, and I'm just gonna lose it. So that's just, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's. I think you definitely made the right choice, and you know it's a fine balance, and I think it's it's different for for each person individually, but it probably also helped you, you know, distract yourself a little bit from all the awful stuff that was going on at the same time. So if you if you had fun and could you know kind of focus on something else a little bit it, it was probably helpful at least a tiny bit yeah that's definitely true going into game two i was like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna play this game i was just i was excited right to play i was like all right i get to like play this game now right so yeah so with that context in mind now walk us through the end of your final game in finals where you you, you won the championship last saturday tell us about that moment so that was actually uh, a lot different than what I usually feel and what I expected to feel. I expected that when I was, you know, the, when when I took down Ganon and what usually when I take down Ganon in one of these bracket races and, you know, I'm waiting for the explosions to finish, you know, I have my, my mouse hovering over the done button and my, my hands are kind of like shaking. I was like, uh, I just... I just got to click this button, but it wasn't actually like that for both games of the finals. Um, and it was because game one, I felt like, I felt like I was, I was just going to lose as a given because I last location in my fire rod. I was like, all right, well, this is probably a loss. So whatever, uh, ended up and your, your previous track record yeah. too throughout brackets. Yeah. Yeah. As well. Um, it ended up that my opponent, um, Akumi he, uh, they actually were on fighter sword looking for a sword in GT and didn't find it. So that was crazy. That was a crazy one. Yeah, if you haven't watched that one, that's was pretty, pretty interesting to watch. Um, so I ended up winning that one. But then game two, I think everything in that seed worked out for me. Uh, I did the green pendant turn in for my Titansmiths. And then uh, the big one was I checked left side swap, which got me a bow. Um, and like I had been executing well, didn't take any deaths. 
So I, I felt like I had it in the bag. Um, GT routing went well as well. Um, I had good luck with the big key. So I was like, all right, this like I probably got this one. So I didn't really feel that that nervous. I felt like I played really well. I even got two dash hits uh, on Ganon uh, for Silverless Ganon, which which felt really cool. <laughs> nice, nice, very nice. Uh, you're gonna have so to teach us how what it's like to. Um, <laughs> What it's like to feel ahead in a race. I, I you know, nobody, uh, 90% of the community doesn't know what it feels like to, to feel like they're actually doing, doing well and actually be doing well at the same time. <laughs> oh man. It's not, it's not all it's cracked up to be Dante. It's a lot. It's, that, it's the false confidence, the unearned, uh, yeah. Unearned confidence is, is not as great as you would think coming from the other side of it, always feeling not always, but half the time being like, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. And then getting absolutely creamed. Um, so, uh, DDR, there were some folks, I think after you entered the tourney, I can't remember exactly what channel I saw this in, but, um, you know, there were realizations of people being like, wait, you're, you're that DDR Kirby, your reputation had preceded you a little bit. Yeah, so I was yeah. wondering if you could maybe talk about your, uh, your career as a, as a musician online. Yeah. So yeah, so I've been to a couple of other things and one of them is definitely producing music. Uh, I've been making, uh, electronic music mainly like. Uh, what I like to call nine bit chip tune. So it's not like strictly adhering to like eight bits, you know, actually sounding like Nintendo standards, but uh, right. I'll use, I'll layer, I'll use those kinds of instruments, but layer in, you know, like more modern drums and like put reverb on it and everything like that. Uh, and I've been doing that since 2004, I think. And it's funny for, for making music. And also I do, I do game jams as well, but for making music, I also kind of speed run it. <laughs> there's a, there's a thing every week that I do called one hour compo where you get a theme and then you get one hour to, to make a song. So I'm very used to doing this, All right? We just got to go and like, do this, do this, do this, and try to do it really fast. Um, and I so that. I think a lot of people know me for some of my video game remixes. Those, those are all, those are usually the more popular ones. So like there's a Katamari remix that I've done. That's pretty popular. I think there's one for Mario 64. Uh, I've done an Airman remix. And then of course there's a link to the past remix as well for the ending credits theme. <laughs> uh, so you have a website, ddrkirby.com. Um, would that be the best place for someone to go if they wanted to check out some of your music? Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if, well, if you're looking for music specifically, I have a band camp um, that has all yeah. of my songs and I have, I have a lot of songs. I have like, almost a thousand songs. Cause, cause I make a song every week, right. For this one hour compo thing. Um, so that's something you've been doing for a long time then. Yeah. Kind of everything in my life is kind of like that, whether it's making music or games or, or doing pixel art or rando, it's kind of, I just like, I was just the kind of person I am. I like to pick up something, just do it regularly and improve and then just do it for a long time. And then eventually, you know, you get up there. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. But yeah, drkirby.com um, if you want to just find anything. It has links to my games, to my music, to, to anything else. Awesome. We will also put a link to your uh, Twitch. And I saw you have a Twitter, so we'll have all of that in the description as well. Uh, and at this point, I'd like to, again, turn it over to you. If there is any other social media you'd like to plug or you know projects that you'd like to shout out, people... Um, this is really just kind of your time to kind of get on the soapbox and say whatever you'd like to say to our, to our listeners. So, uh, take it away. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Um, I do have a couple things actually. Um, so one is, you know, obviously, first of all, shout outs to, you know, everyone involved in the tournament, you know, you three, but as well as all the mentors, mentees, restream, restreamers, you know, commentators, everyone. Um, 
in terms of uh, well, in terms of plugs, so the the one shameless plug I'm going to make is so I am I am working on a rhythm game, and so it's a it's an indie game. I'm making it completely by myself. It's called Rhythm Quest, and it's like a I'm making all the music and art and uh, coding and all, all of everything for that. And there's a free demo you can check out either on Steam or uh, in your browser actually. So if you just go to rhythmquestgame.com, uh, you can check it out. Um, and if you like it, you know, give it a wish list on Steam. That really helps me. Um, but other than that, um, so for 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 Rando and for the mentor tournament, um, it was interesting because I didn't actually work. I found that my uh, how do I say this? I went in not expecting to improve on my execution that much, and I told mm-hmm. I told Zen Arcane, you know, I don't really want to focus on ex- on execution because I feel like I can just learn that on my own. And I ended up grinding it a ton, like uh, just just by myself, you know, studying like the NMG tutorial. And um, I wanted to shout out all like the content creators, you know, like I know uh, like Koi and Kern have like some really good YouTube YouTube videos um, on specific tech. And I hear there's a, there's a good podcast that you know that talks about ALTPR as well. Um, and I'm actually interested in doing some ALTPR content as well because just because as I was going through this tournament, I learned so many things uh, and like lots of little things, especially a lot of like which route is faster going to a certain thing. Like uh, one example is like if you're going to King's Tomb, uh, you know normally you just think okay I'm going to save and quit and then just dash over, but it's actually faster to flute to um, the potion shop and dash over with the, if you have the flippers. It's a few seconds faster though. Mm-hmm. So if you're already going to save and quit, like let's say you're at Agina, you probably save and quit anyways. But it's, it's, it's stuff like that. So there's there's lots right. of these things that come out um, during seeds. And uh, I'm hoping to start up a YouTube playlist on my channel, on my YouTube channel, with just, you know, these bite-sized, like, if you're here and you want to get to here, what's the fastest way? Well, here's, you know, here's a side-by-side video of, of these two, you know, and that's been done before. Like the, the classic one is getting to GT, you know, which, which warp on death mountain do you take? But there's like a ton of these situations. Like you're at pyramid ledge. Is it faster to dash over to pod or is it faster to mirror and then flute and then take the other portal? Turns out it's faster to dash, but, um, yeah, just, yeah. just a little bit. That is super cool. I I would love to see, you know, a, a series like that that's updated, you know, somewhat <laughs> regularly with just, you know, like you said, you know, bite size, you know, questions. Have, have you ever wondered, you know, blank and then show the evidence of, you know, which one is empirically faster? Mm-hmm. I love that. That's that's super cool. Um, well, uh, best of luck to you in that endeavor. You said that'll be on your YouTube. Yeah, it'll, it'll be on my YouTube channel. Sweet. Okay. Well, we'll put a link to that well, in the description. I have as well. to. I have to make sure I ask this because of of my interests. But with with DDR in the name, uh, uh, do do you have much uh, DDR background uh, at all by chance? Like, or I have, did, a, I have a little. Maybe maybe not as much as the name would suggest. I haven't, I haven't like played <laughs> competitively or anything. But yeah, I, it's just when I made my when I made my username or my alias or. We called them screen names, you know, back in that, oh, yeah. back in that day, right? So <laughs> back when in I was making days. my screen name, yeah. right? I was just like, oh, I really, I was like really into DDR. I was just like really liked it, and I never even played at the arcade that much. I just we just had some pads at home and we played it. Um, but I've been playing it a lot over the you know the past three years, you know, with with quarantine and everything. It was a great way right. to exercise, and I ended up getting into doubles, which has been which has been a blast. So yeah, doubles and, doubles uh, is how- tough. 
How about Kirby? Are you keeping up with Kirby games? I haven't been keeping up with Kirby games, but <laughs> Kirby was just like my original favorite character. When you know, when I was in like elementary school, I would just doodle. Whenever I would doodle, I would just doodle Kirby stuff. Yes. I think also because he's really simple to draw, right? So I was like, yes. All right, mm-hmm. I don't know how to draw. I don't know, like Link or like Sonic and have it look good, <laughs> but I can draw Kirby. So yes. <laughs> You just reminded me, I drew, uh, when I was a, cr- a kid, I didn't draw that much, but for some reason I got out some like nice paper and I sketched out a collage of all of the different Kirby outfits from Kirby Superstar. And I had it framed nice. and I hung it in my bedroom and it would like all throughout high school, I had this collage of hand-drawn Kirby Superstar outfits. Um, I can't believe how long I hung on to that. I think I still have it probably somewhere. I'm gonna try to find that. That's really cool. Anyway. kind of silly but uh anyway ddr kirby thank you so much for coming on and again congratulations uh on your victory for the gold bracket of the mentor tournament 2022 um it's been a joy talking to you today and uh we absolutely hope to see you around the tournament and maybe even doing a little mentoring in 2023 yeah definitely interested in in signing up as a mentor and you know leveraging all that content that i'm going to be making hopefully so yes yeah i'm I'm looking forward to seeing you put that to use in uh league maybe uh this fall (laughs) we'll see my so uh, besides taking a break my my plans moving forward is actually i mentioned you know i mentioned earlier that i was that i'm super into smc3 so i actually want to grind super metroid tech okay um Mm -hmm. that'll be fun that's that's where my real interests are yeah so well best of luck Yep. Best of luck. And uh, thanks again for joining us. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. All right. So to cover some other things happening in the community these days, we had the League Season 5 reveal stream mm-hmm. went down. Uh, we'll put a VOD to that in the description. Uh, I have to give a quick uh, shout out and golf clap to the intro in which you guys expertly uh, incorporated the Dante's uh, basted brisket. Uh, so it was, uh, I'll just give a quick recap for anyone who didn't see it. The, well, it wasn't brisket. The, oh, okay. Sorry. It was, oh, that's true. It was a steak, but yeah. everyone expected the brisket because of the, the famed stream, You gotta, so. you gotta keep them on their toes. And that was, yeah, that was also, you gotta keep my, my wallet like intact. So <laughs> it was a great variation on a theme. So, uh, the, like there was like a 15 minute countdown to when the actual event was going to happen. And, uh, the majority of that time was like a, uh, you know, basically one of those live shots of Dante's grill, like that one time when he did that on stream and people just sat there and watched it for hours. <laughs> uh, and then at the very end, Dante opens up the the grill. What did you say right there? Dante? You I, had a line, said, right? I said something like the admins have been cooking, uh, and, uh, it's time yeah. to show you guys what we got or something along those lines. And, Opened it up. There's a big cowboy ribeye uh, with the bone still attached. And then uh, I, I had someone do this for me. We, we CG, obviously, seared on a ALTTPR logo to the the meat and uh, thought it looked pretty good. So, um, so yeah, con- considering I mean, they did it as a favor, I think it was perfect. Yeah. In my brain, I had to. For a second, ask if maybe you had somehow managed to actually brand that steak and i knew that was not the case like i immediately dismissed i was like no come on tim that's stupid but for at least a fraction of a second i was like how did he do what did he did he make a brand or something if you if you look at it really closely like you can see like some of the smoke from the actual video behind uh the 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 branding so (laughs) yeah like that was like i saw that like i i saw that and was like well there's nothing we could do about it i can't really like do another shot the steak's gone i've eaten it already 
Um, <laughs> so, you know, yeah, uh, I, I thought it was fun. Fun. I, I had that. Yeah. We were trying to think like, how can we start this thing off? And we mm-hmm. thought, I just said, I got a really dumb idea. Tell me what you guys think. And then all the admins were like, if you're going to, if you want to do it, like go for it. So we, we did it. Yeah. I love the personality It's perfect for this community too, because like everyone knew right away, like what that was, you know? Uh, so no, it's, I think stuff like that is fun. And then it was, it was kind of cool. You guys almost did like a video podcast uh, where you just kind of, you know, shot the shit and did the reveal, you know, yeah. and, and it was cool. I like that. Uh, we had the idea in our final meeting of doing something like that just because of like how much enjoyment it seemed the community had with uh, the, the like the mid season of the main tournament deal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, if if I could talk them into doing this, like, you know, Drossy was an interviewer in that uh, I was an interviewee. And then, you know, Relkin and Amerith hadn't done this before. So they were, you know, everybody was on board. I thought it was a really good uh, idea the, in hindsight, I think we need to maybe delegate that if possible, like we should have recruited a restreamer because Amerith had so much on her plate at one time. Mm. Um, she was like in 50 places at one time. So I, I, I felt, I felt bad. Like, cause you know, three of us are here just talking about this document in the slides that are on screen and she's literally running the entire show. So, uh, as well as talking. So huge shout outs to yeah. her, uh, for putting all that together. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of that presentation, let's uh, talk a little bit about it. So there wasn't anything too crazy. The main reason most people were there, I think, is to get a little bit of clarity on what the modes are going to be each week, Um, because that's a huge part of it. You know, what are you actually going to be playing? And uh, I definitely know there were a few people who were kind of holding on to decide whether or not they were going to participate based on, you know, what these modes were. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't have any anecdotes of how those people decided one way or the other after seeing what they are. Um, but I definitely have some opinions. Um, and, you know, I'm sure her few do, too. So I was thinking to kind of mix this up. I mean, if someone wants to go look at these, we're going to link them in the description. You can go read them yourself. We're not going to we don't need to necessarily, you know, talk these to death. But maybe we could each try our best to just do like one sentence on each of these modes that sums up our feelings. For each one, what do you guys think? Sure, sure, let's yeah. give it a try. Okay. I'm, I'm trying okay. to find like concise. There we go. Okay, never mind. I got you found it. it. Okay, yeah, I was okay. So, and, and again, there's a link in the description uh, to the um, this. It's just the rules document for League Season Five, basically. So we're we're halfway down at race format, Season Five. So week one, that is going to be a League Classic co-op info share open random sword all dungeons, Dante. Uh, it's fun because you get to do it with somebody. Stresses me out, but I'm here for it. <laughs> really? Uh, seem, seems to be a pretty popular thing. Okay, very good. <laughs> Co-op nice job, stresses everybody. you out? All right. That's that's new. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, I mean, because you have another person that's kind of like relying, relying on you. Oh. And if you... You know, okay. yeah, that's fair. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, so week two, that is going to be our Inverosia, which is inverted, assured sword. Boss has item, big key shuffle, defeat Ganon. Um, I'll say that we finally found a way to hopefully get inverted into the regular season of the league again. We'll see how it goes. Um, I've played 0.5 of these. <laughs> cool ladder mode. <laughs> uh okay 
And week three, we have our uh, casual boots, standard assert short starting boots defeat Ganon. An old familiar friend. Cool ladder uh, mode. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool speed gaming live mode. Yeah, true. Kind but of. With a different, but with the actual like normal item pool this time for League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Week. Uh, we're on week four now, right? Or did <clears throat> I just do four? No, we're on uh, four. We're on, we're on four. four now. Okay, here we go. Four is retrance, but it's also co-op info share. Retro, Assured Sword, Fast Ganon, Cross-World Entrance, Key Sanity. The most underplayed awesome mode. I just now realized this was co-op, so I can't get out of it. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds a little bit panicky, but uh, I'll accept it. Uh, yeah, I can't really say too much. I mean, people seem to like it. I, I personally have no experience. I think entrance modes are crazy. That's about all, all I can say about that. Fair. Uh, okay, so now we have week five. This is League Swordless. Open Swordless, Defeat Ganon, Bow and Silvers are single item. All right. Everyone thinks it was completely me and a hostile takeover of the admin team, and it was not. Uh, <laughs> I suggested it and everyone said, yeah, okay, we can do that. And here we are. That That's my statement on that. <laughs> so it, you were the genesis of this being one of the modes. Uh, my it did ge- come from you. The genesis, uh, without getting into too much, the genesis became, I said, you know, some people want uh, consistency between playoffs and uh, the regular season. And we said that in the reveal stream. Uh, that's kind of how Ambrosia got in there. It's how Retrance replaced spy, uh, spoiler pilot keys for the, this season at least and that's how we we already had open with co-op so we figured we could try this people hate it there, were, there seemed to be a lot of pogs in chat uh there was also some booing and hissing in chat so uh you know we'll just play it and see how things go this season um so okay here's my sentence i think it's cool and i like it comma but Remind me to practice my swordless uh, bomb jumps. I'll remind you. All right, fair. Uh, I again, I don't really have too much to say. I uh, I'm gonna say something that's probably not gonna earn me a lot of brownie points with Dante, but uh, I don't mind swordless. But I don't understand why people are still trying to make it a thing. It's done. Just let swordless die. It's no nobody cares. <laughs> I think it's a I think it's a unique skill set because you yeah. don't realize until you don't have a sword well, how much you rely on your sword. So and uh it's good to have that info. Another yeah, I thing guess. I, I wasn't aware of this until post like reveal stream. Apparently the German community is doing a swordless tournament. And the way they're doing oh. it, there's two bows, uh, and they're progressive, but there's a silver arrow upgrade as a third like item. It guaranteed in the mini mold or I'm sorry, the Moldorm two chest. So they've got, oh, okay. they've got a way to get that and also a way to make sure you don't hover past Moldorm two. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's like a, a win-win for a lot of people in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that is interesting. That's a that's an interesting way to handle that. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. So you don't have to necessarily search for the second bow. All right. Well, okay, and that whatever. definitely and that definitely could make the game harder, just because you know if you get bow like mm-hmm. in League Swordless, Viddy's like gonna melt, you know, with yeah. silver arrows. But with their ver- their variant that they're doing. Um, you know, you could still have some pretty tough boss fights. So I, mm-hmm. I think it's, a, I, I'm actually kind of interested in playing that mode and seeing how it goes. Yeah. yeah, that's really neat. I hadn't heard that. Um, okay. Next up we have week six pseudo boots, X keys, open random sword, fast cannon, starting pseudo boots, cross world entrance, key sanity. That sounds like a drug. <laughs> pseudo boots x keys i know it's cross keys but when you say x keys it makes it sound more like a drug so it just sounds absolutely insane uh like something i would never do like meth uh and so i just (laughs) don't want it i don't want it (laughs) you know cross keys it's Uh, like meth but you have boots it it sounds way too hard for me you know my sentence Uh, for that is just uh no one else had the the balls to try this yet so here we are trying out pseudo boots in an entrance mode and um if it goes flat on its face we'll admit it and move on for something else next year i'm uh, i'm hoping to rely on the long shots new teammate um which i guess i'll just go ahead and say now uh, a huge welcome to the long shots uh to dr earworm um, friend of the show, uh, you know, ha- had a couple conversations with them. They seem like good people. I think we're on a similar skill level uh, or they're on a similar skill level to myself and Tyler Salt. So really excited. And I've heard that they are into uh, cross keys and they also like to be a pilot. Uh, so that makes them a really good teammate for myself and Tyler. who don't really like either of those things. So <laughs> nice. that's, that's pretty much all I have to say about week six is I'm, I'm glad we have our new teammate to, to step in and take that bullet for me. Yeah, I mean, cross keys is all the hotness these days. Uh, I'm personally, I'm super excited for League to also use pseudo boots. I know there's, you know, a bunch of people in the community who are very upset about pseudo boots and who, ha- and, uh, who hate it and stuff like that. We've talked about pseudo boots before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think it's great to, to give it more exposure, to give it more tries, especially as Dancy said, to try it out in an entrance mode. I think that's really cool to see how it works out there. And, you know, the more data and more information and more people who actually put their you know fingers on it, so to speak, and play with it, uh, the better we can judge how great or awful it is. And then we can make, you know, an informed decision instead of just being angry because we want to be angry. So uh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. All right. And then week seven, the final one, this is going to be a co-op enemizer. So it's co-op info share, open defeat cannon, enemy shuffle, full boss shuffle, and starting with the boots. Um, the, bring it on, baby. The deadliest week of them all. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. yeah, it's it's brutal and it's deadly, but it's, you know, it's based in a mode that I'm familiar with. And so it feels more. I don't know, like I'm I'm up to the challenge kind of for that. It's not like I, the fear is like with some of these modes that you'll encounter something where it's like, I don't know what to do or like I don't have the knowledge to get any further because there's some weird loophole here or I'm being asked to do something execution wise that I cannot handle. Whereas with something like this, I, I have a lot less fear of that happening. And so, you know, I'm 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 ready for it. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, Animizer gets a bad rep and deservedly so sometimes, you know, there's a lot of crazy crap that can happen. That's not cool. 
but I also at the same time have always had like this very soft spot for randomizer ever since it was a thing in rando because I think it's like one of the most exciting things when when everything like it's the I don't know I feel like it's visually and maybe also from a gameplay perspective the most like different in a way if that makes sense you know when suddenly all the enemies are different and all the placements are weird and then right. instead of a knight running at you uh, it's a weird roller from turtle rock or an octorock is in hyrule castle or something you know stuff like that i think that's exciting i, I love animizer for that it's not fun to play when you get owned by a guard that does like 12 hearts of damage or something but you know well we're not shuffling the damage tables so yeah, that's, yeah yeah that's yeah, always yeah, a plus I know, I know. That's uh, that's a more extreme version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that definitely helps. Yeah, cool. Okay, so those are the seven weeks for League. Um, overall, uh, Dante, something you pointed out to me that I think was is pretty cool. None of these modes involve kind of trying to artificially increase the difficulty by removing items from the pool or reducing your ability to get mail or anything like that. Right. Yeah, we didn't want to do, at least right now, we didn't feel like we wanted to do anything like that. Um, but there is, you know, there, there's the opportunity for it. We didn't have, uh, we said this on the stream, but <clears throat> what we wanted to do uh, right now, there's not a lot of new tech that's available for uh, creating modes. We didn't want to venture out into the door rando branch. Uh, we wanted to make sure we stayed on main branch for this just for like, security reasons and other things. Um, but in, in simplicity as well. So, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was kind of like our hands were kind of tied. We didn't have a whole lot of extra things we could have done. Uh, so here we are. <laughs> nice. Well, I think, I think overall it's a good mix. Um, you know, I am more of a, uh, <laughs> traditionalist when it comes to modes i think that's that's i'm on record as liking more of the open and casual boots and things like that but um you know league traditionally is kind of the time when it sort of forces me to learn some of these modes and then i try them and then they're like oh it's actually not so bad they're kind of cool I'd say that and main tournament are kind of the two things that force me to get out of my comfort zone and uh, i appreciate it for that and i was just telling the guys before we started that i'm really looking forward to league this year because i feel like uh lately i've been a little disconnected from playing rando and you know having an excuse to show up and play on an appointment you know, level for, for a few weeks is a good way to get back into it. And I'm excited for that. Cool. I'm glad Sweet. you're excited. Yeah. Are you excited? I'm or excited. Are you not excited? I'm, I'm okay. really excited for league. Uh, I mean, we don't have fear on the admin team anymore. Uh, I'm not excited for that, but this is like, you know, uncharted territory for us as a mm -hmm. team, you know, when fear brought us in, that was um, with him. And now this is, you know, just I'm, I'm hoping it's a continued fun evolution of it. I think Trinex said it best when the, the league should be viewed as a fun beer like softball league with your buddies. Yeah. And uh, I, I hope we can continue uh, instilling that in people. Steer it in that direction. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, let's do kind of a, a rapid fire of some other news that's happened throughout the community in the last couple of weeks. Uh, first off, we had a new new world record set <laughs> once again. 
by Wapson. Uh, so to perfectly illustrate what uh, you know we were saying in the last episode, what Dante said specifically, uh, getting that 122.59 was not the end of his attempts. He feels confident that he can get a 122.4x, uh, and I think this totally proves that. Just in his grinding, he managed to squeak another second out and get a 122.58. So that is the new current world record. So uh, that was set August 6th, uh, 2022. So congrats to Wapson for uh, bringing it down even lower. And uh, I will continue to, you know, look forward to seeing if there are more attempts or other people stepping up. Uh, It's definitely, um, you know, it's bubbling right now. It's exciting. Yeah, He even uh, got a third 122. I think it was like another 59. Um, Oh, really? So, uh, I mean, he's. Yeah, he he definitely seems to be in a bit of a hot streak right now. And, uh, you know, it's it's. uh, it's good to see, and yeah, good luck to him. I guess. Yeah, he's he's very good at the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very good, very good. P- perhaps the best. Uh, you know, if you had to call it today, you would have to call him the best, just based Probably, on numbers. Yeah. Alone. So, uh, cool. And uh, you know, in terms of tournaments, there are a couple that are kind of in the middle of the churn right now. Not necessarily at a place where there's a lot, whole lot to say about them. Casual Boots Tournament, you know, just kind of starting their first stage of brackets. Uh, Avian Art, I think, on like Async 5 or something like that right now, I heard. Um, so those are both happening. Not much to report there. There is, however, uh, a rumor that I heard of a potential upcoming tournament once uh, Casual Boots wraps up. Um, if you're enjoying that Casual Boots Tournament and you want more Casual Boots Tournament fun, um, just stay tuned for more details and I'll, I'll leave it at that for now just to, to kind of tease some of the info that was leaked to me today shamelessly. So Yeah. Yeah, baby. All right, GMP community updates. Let's do it. All right, so once again, congratulations and a huge thank you to DDR Kirby ISQ for dropping by and chatting with us and also for winning the uh, the mentor tournament. So that was the winner of the gold bracket. Second place was uh, Akuma Gath 17. Uh, GG's, that's a huge result. Um, it's definitely something to be proud of. And then we had uh, in third place, Mundungu and fourth place, Powered Mario. So uh, huge GGs to all the folks um, who placed in the gold bracket. I have to, I have to give a huge apology to uh, Mundungu. Man, I still messed up. I, I butchered his name Saturday <laughs> during the uh, the the finals, like signing off thing, and I felt so bad about it afterwards. <laughs> um, I just like my brain just shut off, and yeah, I'm so yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, it happens. Yeah, it's way more U's than you would expect in a name, right? You just get slammed with three U's, one right after the other, and they're yeah, all like kind of a little bit different consonant-wise. Yeah, so, yeah. My, my brain yeah. just died. Sound-wise. I, I, I will say that like I, I can't see his name without thinking about Donkey Kong from Super Mario Kart on the SNES, because that's like his Discord icon. So I like uh. I, every time I see that name, I think about old Donkey Kong Jr. with his big old arms like mm-hmm. flapping around. Yeah. And that sprite, I always I noticed as a kid, like when like you, when, whenever you see it from a certain direction, it's always the same. So it's like if you see him from the front, he has his hands up. But if you see him from the yeah. back, they're down. Mm-hmm. So if you rotate around, he's just like constantly putting his arms up and down as he like spins around. <laughs> and from the back, I don't that, know why they did it that way? And from the back, he looks like a huge mushroom. You know, like yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the SNES sprites. Uh, <laughs> right, I already I confronted Power to Mario about this in the Discord, but. Uh, 
I, I am definitely sticking to my story that he only lost, so he didn't have to change his name to Power to the Link. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Obviously. I mean, you know, the probably the biggest throw in history since some mm-hmm. famous boxing fight that I don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> and so we went ahead and we went ahead and deleted the HTML that was on the, the, in the rules. Talk. So don't go looking for it because it's not there anymore. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure the Wayback Machine didn't catch us while it was up. So it's just gone forever. We're safe. Uh, so then we have moving on to our tempered bracket. Uh, the winner of the tempered bracket, Yeetbox, also known as Faker Jr. So um, people might not know this about uh, name, name Faker and Faker Jr., but they're actually a father-son team. They reached out to us uh, when um, uh, Yeetbox, or as they've been going by in the tournament, Faker Jr., applied and said, hey, I want my mentor to be my dad, who is a person in the community named name faker is that okay and we talked about it as a community as a you know admin we said you know i think that's that's fine we don't uh have any issue with that they they i don't remember exactly what they said but they went to pretty great lengths to ensure us that there wasn't going to be any foul play involved and we were satisfied with with uh, their claims and so we said yeah go ahead and uh so yeah name faker uh faker jr's dad mentored them throughout the tournament and then they went on to win the tempered bracket so um ggs to them uh, in second place for tempered, we had Arya Stark twenty nine forty two. Um, also, has gone by MDS twenty nine forty two in our Discord. Um, third place, Gorodine uh, and Creasy. I think they just left it as a, a tie for third there. So that was it for the tempered bracket. Nice. And uh, GGs. I GGs GGs indeed. And I think that Master Sword and and Fighter Sword will be concluded by the time this episode is released so i'm going to leave some room for tuesday temp to update right here if Hi, possible if not, hello gobna tuesday temp here so both of these matches were scheduled to happen before we were going to release this episode and both of them got postponed so that is a thread that we will have to tie up next time stay tuned and uh, last thing I'll say about this for this episode, we owe you some uh, mentor tournament analytics breakdown like we typically do. We have all that data. We just haven't had a chance to look at it since we're technically not through the tournament. Uh, so next episode, we will uh, bring you some tidbits and, and share those with you. And uh, when this episode releases, we will open up a new channel on the Discord for MT Feedback. So that's a public channel where we welcome you to share your thoughts about the tournament. If you have suggestions for things that you think we could maybe do differently next year or you want to shout out any particular people that helped you out, just whatever you want, you can put feedback in that channel. Um, if you don't feel comfortable doing the uh, you know public thing in that chat, we'll also bring back the form that is anonymous that you can send to us. So however you feel most comfortable, you can you can do that. Uh, and then, yeah, so that that's, uh, mentor tournament 2022. That's, that's a wrap on that. By the time you're, you're hearing this, four of so. these bad boys, four, four of them. Yeah. Four another, them. another successful round. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, let's talk about biweekly seed. What are you guys thinking? Hmm. <laughs> so I'm kind of thinking that we should maybe dip into one of these league modes. Mm, and if was- we were going to pick one. Yeah. What would we want to do? I don't think a co-op. It's just the the logistics of the bi-weekly Let us yeah. Let us just do a casual boots. Let's let's have some some casual fun and then we can think about something else 
maybe for the next episode. Okay. okay. Yeah, sounds yeah, good like to that. me. Okay. All right. Casual boots it is. Very good. Okay, let's wrap it up. Uh, I don't think we got any emails. I will double check that uh, here in just a second. But um, I did want to say it's been a while since I said this. But if you are enjoying the show, especially if you listen uh, on iTunes or, you know, Apple Podcasts, if you want to review the show, that really helps us out. We greatly appreciate hearing from anyone uh, who, you know, wants to leave their feedback there. So I think we've been at 59 for a pretty long time. Uh, so just want a reminder. I want to give a reminder to people that they can do that. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitch. We're on discord. You can email us, email at Um, my shout out this week, I'm at twitch.tv slash temp underscore. I kind of debated whether or not I wanted to shout this out. Cause I wasn't sure if I was on board but I would say after like eight or nine episodes, I'm, I'm I feel I feel OK shouting it out. And it is a show on HBO Max called Primal. Um, it's it's a by a certain person. I want to get the guy's name. Uh, Gendry Tartakovsky, I think something like that. Um, but anyway, it's an animated show and it follows. I'll just I'm just going to like generalize the hell out of this. A caveman and his T-Rex pet. Uh, and it is, it's, it's a little juvenile, honestly. Like there are some beats where I'm just like, okay, like I would have loved it in high school. I would have thought it was like the like raddest <laughs> shit in the world. Uh, but as an adult, some of it, I just have to like kind of roll my eyes a little bit, but ultimately, uh, like I said, after eight episodes, I stuck with it. Um, and it's, a, it's a pretty good show. I, I would recommend checking it out, especially if, uh, you know, a animated show about a caveman and his T-Rex pet, if that intrigues you. It's it delivers it on on that premise. So that's that's primal on HBO Max. Cool. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Check it out. I think you would like it. Herf. It's like I said, it's it's kind of kind of mindless. You'll probably roll your eyes a few times, but it's generally cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've taken a look at it before. It sounds familiar, but uh, I, I haven't watched anything yet. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, can, I don't really have any special shout outs this week. So I'm still fully immersed in Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, 140 hours now. I'm in the last dungeon. I had to save in the final dungeon to record this episode. So I hope you all appreciate the sacrifices I've made. Uh, but uh, but but that's pretty much it for for me this week. All right. So uh, real fast. Um, shout out again to uh, Beast in the East Five. I'll be at that uh, in nice. like a week and a half. Uh, I'm gonna be streaming it on my channel. If they have internet there for us, we're supposed to have it. So that Saturday, the 27th. I'm that morning Eastern time will be starting to stream up and there'll be some in and out commentary. Um, yeah, I, I finished also finished my 12 week plan of nutrition stuff and uh, I'm not where I exactly where I want to be, but definitely made some progress. So I'm happy with that and I'll probably continue it. Um, yeah, I haven't, I, I haven't really been doing a lot gaming uh, outside of a couple of like NMG <laughs> runs. So um, that those are my shout outs, I guess. Well, sweet. All right. Well, with that, I think we are all done for this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, We will be back again in two weeks. Uh, Nothing left to do now, but mirror out.